0: My name is Kevin Tony and you're now listening to the Uncommon Sense podcast. Happy New Year everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Sense podcast. I hope you had a great end of 2022. You enjoyed the holidays with your families. And you're off to a good start with the new year. With this being the first episode of 2023, I want to do something a little bit different because I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday. And we basically just went down memory lane. And I started thinking about society as it is today and how it was relative to how I grew up. And the difference is is really unbelievable for instance we were talking about our cell phones and different stores that we used to go to as as kids when we were growing up and that were around and they're things that my kids will never even know about because they you know died and gone and deceased and not around anymore and it's just kind of fun to remember how it was and just to think about, you know, where our society is today and how drastically different things are. And in a lot of ways, I think that difference is not good. And and here's what I mean. I was watching uh, one of my favorite movies, throwback uh, movie uh, over the weekend. It was Minority Report with Tom Cruise. It's, it's one of my favorite sci-fi films. And... um in the film it takes place in the future i think in the in the movie the the year is like 2050 or something like that and there's a scene in the movie where one of the characters brings up radio shack and man i got my mind going man radio shack used to be the jam back in the day and the irony of this being a futuristic science fiction movie and him mentioning Radio Shack in 2050, in the reality, Radio Shack is not even around anymore. I, they may have a online store, I'm not sure. Um, but Radio Shack used to be one of the go-to spots where you could buy electronics. You could get, you know, cell phones, different different things that you needed, like um, you know, household eyes, eyes and ends for electronics. If you needed a you know extra cord for your landline at home which is another thing that kind of dates you i'm a child of the 90s you know i was born in 79 child of the 80s 90s those that's that's my my era of growing up and so this pre-internet existence you know that was normal for me playing outside with your friends every day you know, we, we had video games. We saw, you know, video games coming to the picture as I was a kid. But even with video games, we loved playing video games, but we also loved being outside just as much. And you look at kids today, they don't want to go outside. they rather stay inside and play their video games because they're much more immersive and interactive. And, you know, the advancements that they made in in that area have just been really, you know, it's it's been a big deal. But you start thinking about, like, with Radio Shack, you know, it made me start thinking about other stores that were um, some of the, you know, staples that we used to go to that aren't here anymore. And a lot of people won't even remember these stores. I remember Circuit City. Circuit City used to be the number one rival to, Best Buy, or matter of fact, Best Buy wasn't, you know, Circuit City came first, I think. And then Best Buy came on the scene and everybody started going to Best Buy. They started popping up everywhere. And, you know, it all of a sudden it was these two giants that you could go to to get all your electronic stuff, Circuit City or Best Buy. If one didn't have it, you went to the other. And I mean, we went there for everything, car stereos. I don't even know if you if that's even a thing now where you could have like these aftermarket car stereo systems to put in your car or you could, you know, go to. You could go to Best Buy or Circuit City and go go to their like car stereo section and pick out a car stereo for your car and have it installed if you wanted like a CD changer or some type of, you know, upgrade to you know, the standard factory CD player that came in your car. You know, that was, that was a big deal back then. And one thing that I've also noticed, too, about those sections uh, uh, in those stores where you could go into a Best Buy or a Circuit City and the cell phone, the mobile phone section was huge. It was massive. Because there were so many different cell phone cell phones that were out that you could choose from, there were so many different carriers. Uh, you, you, I mean, all these different phone companies, phone lines. It was just, you know, you didn't. Everybody didn't have the same system. And you look at it today. Everybody either has a an iPhone or a, a Samsung, uh, a Samsung Galaxy. I mean, those are the, really the main two. I mean, some people carry a Google Pixel phone. I don't. I don't know anybody that has a Pixel, and that's not a knock on on that phone. If you carry one, I just don't know anybody that has one. But to me, it's it's you know, growing up knowing that we had so many choices at our disposal, where everybody didn't have to have the same cell phone to communicate with each other. You didn't, you know, it didn't matter if your text message bubbles were blue or green. You just were happy to have a phone. You had all these different brands of TVs that you could get, you know, stereos that you can get. I don't even know if people buy actual like shelf systems anymore because now all you need is like a Bluetooth speaker to plug up to, you know, to connect to your phone to play your music through. Or, you know, some some elaborate sound bar. And it was a fun time back then that we didn't realize, you know, how much fun it was to have, you know, so much choice at our disposal. And I just think that now we live in a society that's so, I would say, rigid and so predictable in terms of everybody having the same thing. And... It was something, man, to, you know, to to growing up, to be able to pull your cell phone out and you might have the same phone as somebody else, but it was, you know, less likely that you would have the same phone as the next person, the person next to you. You had the Nokias, the Kia Sierra phones. Um, I mean, everybody, the Motorola phones, you know, I, I had... I've had so many different cell phones over the years. The LG used to make phones and it was just cool to go into the cell phone store and man, part of the fun was picking out what type of phone you wanted to get the best phone for your personal situation and really personalize it. Now, when you walk into a, to a store, you either, you know, going in, you either get an iPhone or you get in the galaxy or even a pixel or, you know, and, 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 to be fair, there are still these what I would call like low-tech phones that are out. Like you can still buy a flip phone. You know, Amazon, you can still buy flip phones. I know if you go to CVS or to a drugstore, you know, they have those track phones or, you know, for the most part, you can, you can buy some of the lower-grade cell phones. But the way society is now, we're so driven by smartphones and technology and everything that we do has to be in the palm of our hands, you know, tablets, iPads, you know, we're just, it's just different. It it really is. The variety that we used to have that we don't have anymore. And I don't think people really realize that slowly it went away, you know, that competition in the market for people to make the choice on what type of Electronic products they wanted to use, you know, the stores that you could go to, you know, this just different things that are just not around anymore. And it's like, man, you know, sometimes you don't remember certain things until you go back and look at an old TV show or watch an old movie. In this case, when I was watching Minority Report and they mentioned Radio Shack, man, it just kind of brought back a flood of memories of, you know, you used to get like a flyer in the mail of all the stuff that Radio Shack had on sale, new stuff that was coming out. And I used to make a lot of trips in there, you know, buying batteries and, you know, little tech odds and ends that I needed for, you know, um, the apartment when my wife and I first got married. And, you know, even before, you know, when I was single, it just used to be fun. And sometimes it was cool to hang out in these stores and not buy anything just to see, you know, what was out you know, kind of make some notes about what you could get potentially. But man, those days are gone now. We're just, you know, this is the this is the age of Amazon where everybody wants it right away, you know. And I even got sucked into, you know, this whole Amazon Prime machine because the convenience of, you know, ordering something and having it delivered within in some cases the same day or the next day or at the most two days, you know, this it's very rare that I order something from Amazon that I have to wait longer than two days or longer than three days for it to be delivered to my front door. And me personally, I, I was always more of an eBay guy. I kind of avoided Amazon because I've had an eBay account at least for 20 years now. And Man, I just, you know, if I wanted to buy something online, I was on eBay. And so my wife was more, you know, as when Amazon got popular and Amazon Prime and that whole thing, when she, you know, started, you know, using that a lot, I started seeing the convenience of it. And, you know, I was like, man, so I ended up getting an Amazon Prime account. Now, I do still use eBay quite a bit. I uh, obviously I I still use eBay a lot, but Amazon is right there. You get sucked into the convenience of technology, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm all here for technology. I want I want to see these iRobot type androids. Like I want to. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but. I asked my wife, like when we talk to Alexa and we ask it different stuff or when she gives us a notification on where our packages are, or where delivery is or something like that. And I, I told my wife one day, I said, can you imagine that one day Alexa will actually be uh, like a full on robot that will be walking around the house, you know, taking care of stuff for us? And she's like, yeah, eventually, you know, I may see it in my lifetime. I think my children will definitely see it in their lifetime. You know, at the rate that artificial intelligence is going and the leaps and bounds that they're making with that tech, it's it's both exciting and scary at the same time. I mean, if you've seen, you know, Terminator and Terminator 2, you know about Skynet and the AI takes over, the robots take control and they just decide that they want to wipe out human. You know, humans are the problem with why society and and, and the world is so messed up, so... You know, artificial intelligence decides that the humans need to go. You know, the science fiction stories of robots taking over. And there's some potential for that with the with with what's happening in technology. You have deep fakes where they can literally take your voice and take your likeness and sound exactly like you. They can use artificial intelligence to make your likeness. You know they can take your voice and make you seem like you're saying things that you didn't say. And that's scary. If you think about it, it's extremely frightening to to think about the potential for how people can be, you know, hurt by that type of de- technology, how damaging it can be. Uh, if it gets into the wrong hands, you can see the ramifications of what it can mean politically you know if somebody happens to take make a deep fake of a of a world leader to say something inflammatory that can you know trigger some horrific event between two countries and you know put pull people into war it really is 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 frightening when you think about it and it makes me miss the days where we weren't so technology driven and my kids i don't know if they'll ever know what that's like Because they, you know, kids today are different. I mean, with everything that they have at their disposal, you know, streaming, my my kids don't know what it's like to have to sit through commercials. You know, we when I was growing up, when the commercial came on, you had to make a quick bathroom break. And if you didn't get back in time, you just missed it. You had to wait for the rerun to find out what happened or somebody had to tell you. Or, you know, if you were a little bit tech savvy, you had a VCR and you set that VCR to record these TV shows and you could go back and watch them. Uh, but if you didn't, you just missed it. And kids don't know what that's like today. You know, my son, When I, it's funny, when I do, you know, we have like uh, TV shows that I DVR. And we'll be watching the TV show and when it, you know, on the DVR and I'll fast forward through the commercials. And so because he sees me do that now, he's he's programmed to not watch commercials either. Because at a time where I just want to watch the show, I get enough ads everywhere else. And plus, you know, mostly when you watch TV now, you know, all the commercials are from some drug company trying to sell you something or trying to tell you about some drug that. You know, the side effects are probably just as bad or worse than the actual sickness itself. So I don't watch commercials if I don't have to. And so my son, he asked me, you know, Dad, why don't you watch the commercials? And I said, because, you know, I don't really want to see them. And, you know, I just want to get back to the TV show and, you know, commercials are an interruption. And so now he understands that when watching TV, he knows fast forward through the commercials and that's just embedded in his brain that's a way of life for him. You know, for me growing up, I didn't have that luxury. We didn't have the luxury of, you know, something as simple as call waiting. You know, if you got if you called somebody's house and somebody was on the phone, you got a busy signal. You had to keep trying until you could get through. Answer machines. <laughs> Man, I I remember being in the college in college in the dorm and it was a goal to try to see if you could, who could make the coolest answer machine message and you would practice. You literally would practice like you got to find the right song to play in the background. You got to get your voice right to have some kind of unique message, you know, for telling people who you are and to leave a message, just all for people to leave a message because you're either not in your room or you're not, you can't answer the phone or whatever. And, Man, it was just a way of life, you know. Everybody everybody did it. All my friends did it, you know, my relatives did it. I didn't know anybody who wasn't doing that on their answering machines. And I think life was more fun back then. You know, now if you hear music in the background or somebody's voicemail, you kind of think it's kind of corny like, man, what? You know, what's what's happening? So it just makes me miss you know, times that have gone by and passed and I look at where we are and everything is so fast paced and hurry up and I want it now. And, you know, this this society that's just so driven by social media and. You know, it's just it's just different and, um, you know, maybe things go in cycles and this is just the cycle for now. And when this cycles out, there'll be a new fad. And there'll be a new way of, you know, how we process information and, you know, how things are streamed in. And it just makes me miss how it used to be. And I think that we were much more laid back. I think we were much more even keel as a, as a society. I think we were much more, you know, fun to be around because we weren't so rigid and so, you know, compartmentalized. I just, you know, I miss it. And so uh, in the spirit of this first episode of 2023, as I look ahead into the new year, I just wanted to take a second to look back and appreciate, you know, the road behind me and, you know, some of the things that I encountered, some of the things that I was able to experience in life, you know, when it was a lot simpler than, than I thought it was at the time. You know, and again, I'm here for technology. I'm I'm here for all of it. I want all the upgrades. I want, you know, the self-driving cars to certain degrees. But now when you think about the control that comes with that, you know, from the companies that can shut your car on and off at will, you know, whether you want to drive or not. And I don't know if I'm ready to give up that much control. So. We all have to do it in moderation. Uh, In this society, it seems like we don't. But those were fun times. They really were. And so I I hope they were fun for you. I hope, you know, going down memory lane, you, you went down memory lane. You remember TV was different, man. You know, even with television, every TV show now is an hour long. The half hour show is like few and far between now. The family comedy is no more television theme songs. You don't get those anymore. Once the show starts, it it starts. They just they put the name of the show at the beginning and it goes right into whatever the episode is. The only show that I know that still does a theme song is like Law & Order. The Law & Order series, they do theme songs still because that's such a timeless Theme song that they still use it and they still draw from it for all uh, the different spinoffs of Law and Order. But other than that, you don't get you don't get um, theme songs anymore. And that was a part of the experience when you watch a TV show. You wanted to know, man, what what's the theme song gonna be this time? And when the new season came, you got a new theme song, and that was part of the experience. But Again, man, TV is just different. The TV comedy shows, they're not like they used to be. You know, it's all about reality TV or some hour-long drama, crime drama. You know, everything is so serious. Uh, it's just different. You know, it, it really is. Movies are different. Hollywood is just completely different. There are no comedy movies anymore. Not really. You know, you don't get the Dumb and Dumbers or the There's Something About Mary or... You know, all those, streak, those streaks of Adam Sandler films that came out, those Will Ferrell movies that came out, all the Fairley Brothers uh, comedy movies. Man, you don't hardly have any films like that anymore. You know, and when you do get them, they're sprinkled in. The comedy is just so far over the top to where it's just not really funny. And, um, you know, it's just again, just it just goes back to what I said. Like I miss, I miss those times, you know. And so, yeah, like I said, as we look ahead to to this year, I just wanted to take a second to look backwards and uh, just kind of give some respect to um, to yesteryear. But I have a lot of things in, in store for this year. I hope you'll continue to rock with me. Continue to listen. I appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, and stay tuned. Some big announcements are coming. Some new things, some changes are coming. Some big guests are scheduled for uh, the for the show that I'm looking forward to. And I hope you'll stay along for the ride. Share the show with your friends and your family if you haven't already. Leave a comment, subscribe, and I just thank you for listening. And listen, no matter where you go and no matter what you do, just remember that common sense is uncommon. Peace.